Hello, welcome to Talk and Block. I'm your co-host Megan Engel. I'm Mitch Liddell, and we are here to break everything down from the last week on the block. We are the biggest blockheads outside Australia. We are Canadians. Currently hailing from Boston, Massachusetts, and here to engage all the controversy that we have seen this week. So uh, let's get stuck into it. Let's get it. stuck in. Right, so this week, obviously, um, there was a lot of drama yeah. developed. Biggest scandal in Australian TV history, on par with MAFs. Now, as we said, we're not Australian. I actually had no idea what MAFs was when, when Ronnie ref- referenced it on the show. Yeah, Married at First Sight, I guess. But anyway, extreme drama. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just get out of the way at the beginning. Actually, the drama was really exciting to watch, but it wasn't to me as satisfying as watching it's not what the block is supposed to be about i agree like what ronnie said something on this uh recent episode was it's not really really what it's supposed to be about we're supposed to be building houses and even last season all the contestants were close friends it seemed like they were getting along really well and that was my favorite season it was such an entertaining season i just like to see them you know what you know what drama i want i want the drama that you have to actually waterproof three times and let it dry for 48 hours i like seeing the tradies oh you you have the tradies standing around you're paying them and they know they're not working the project managing is not working the like oh how did you not think you're you didn't put the right lintel up you're digging a hole for two days jesse because you know that's that's enough building a house is enough and it's it's, what we love about the show is that it's so far from our realm of experience yeah. that yes. we're learning something new constantly. You know, yes. who knew that the studs had to be this far apart? Yes. It's I just love really that. interesting. I love those details. I love it when they get right. into how to build a house. Uh, I love the design part and I love the dressing of the house part. I love the reveals. The body corpse are entertaining. It can't be denied. It can't be denied. This is, but it, what it it's is stressful. is it's appealing to what I think is sort of a base human yeah. impulse. Like we all we all find this drama really entertaining. Maybe sorry, maybe we don't all. I, I find this drama really entertaining, but I think. I'd rather it's a part of me that I'm not proud of all, that I yeah. that I indulge. I, yeah, I agree. Finding this also, it brings the block a little bit down to the level of yes, other uh, reality bit. shows. Yeah, like Maths or Love Island. I've never seen Love Island yeah, either. Love but, Island. I mean, I have to anyway. confess when I found out the boys were from Love Island, having never seen Love Island but knowing the premise, yeah, it did color a little bit my expectations yeah, like, of the show. And I will say that we speculated quite early on that the boys knew the schedule because they were really pressing to get that room done and it seemed strange that rookies would know that you had to act that quickly yeah Uh, especially since they weren't even working that holiday monday they weren't doing anything they don't seem like they're particularly ahead of the game except on that one thing they're like we they knew they had to get it done so we thought it was suspicious um let's one one quick thing about um the casting as well just before we get into the specifics of this scandal the cat it seems like in previous seasons the the um even when they had rental rookies or whatever the, the teams were all extremely capable and um I don't, I don't and they had good reason to be on the show you know dan and jade from last season i mean they were just like real farmers who needed uh the money from right. winning like to, to make a big difference in their life they had a real interesting story behind them the boys well, it's, for reality, their dad. it's for their dad they're reality tv stars though but they said they wanted to make their dad proud which i There's interpreted more, more as he was ashamed about the love island experience oh, well, that's what i interpreted it okay. as and now they wanted to go on a more wholesome reality tv show to sort of redeem <laughs> okay. I, that's i don't know anyway anyway the casting's a little slightly strange uh, uh another thing that's slightly strange i'm going to throw out there i haven't been able to find the boys on instagram 
all the other teams are sort of tracking the show. So I wonder if something explosive happens. I know Scotty Cam's come out in a couple of interviews saying some things that aren't so nice about the boys. That's interesting. And so I wonder if there's something that happens down the road. Really good point. Yeah. So I wonder what what goes on with the boys. But anyway, we can get into, get stuck into this a little bit. I think, I mean, uh, this whole week beggars belief. I, the, the way that Vito and Tanya behaved, and I, I have to say, I'm speaking from a little bit of experience. I was on reality TV. I was on two different reality TV shows. I mean, very small fries compared to the block, of course. Um, I was on Canadian Idol, which is, the, as you would expect, the Canadian version of American Idol. Um, and I was also on a show called How Do You Solve a Problem Like Maria, which was Andrew Lloyd Webber trying to find someone to be the lead uh, role in The Sound of Music. So I've been on reality TV and I can attest that it's all designed to maximize the sort of base Mm -hmm. drama. And they are, I mean, they're not heartless people, but the producers definitely have one thing in mind and that's to make an entertaining television show. They don't really care about you as people necessarily, or if they do, it's a secondary concern. The primary concern is to make good TV. That's their job. So they're trying to, you know, they were constantly, the host of Canadian Idol was constantly telling people that can you do that crying scene again right. where you, you know, your dreams are all shattered and you're devastated? Can you repeat that? Yeah. And so there's a lot, there's kind of a lack of empathy. And I think that you have to go in to watching the block expecting that that's going on behind the scenes. They are trying to paint these people in an explosive way. Yeah. And um, I know Mitch and Mark had posted on their Instagram this week, remember that these are real people and your comments have real effects in their lives. So basically they were saying, yeah. go easy on Tanya and Vito. Yeah, this so looks that's, really uh, bad. That's another, that, we wanted to, quick baby break. All right, sorry about that. Welcome back. Uh, we just had to take a quick baby break. Yeah, everything's under control. So we were in the middle of a Kirstie and Jesse appreciation moment. Uh, they're so sweet. Mm-hmm. And they were, yeah, the first people, at least the, bearing in mind that this is all caveated with, this is the story we were shown yes. by the editors. We don't know everything that was said, everything that conspired or transpired rather. Um, but we were shown that Kirstie and Jesse actually were concerned at that moment, which shows a lot of foresight really yeah. with the public image of Tanya and Vito yeah. when the scandal came out which is probably tarnished definitely irreparably. yeah so I mean certain so li- limiting ourselves to what was shown on the show uh, we have someone taking a photo almost certainly Tanya I mean come on anonymous trade anonymous tradie whatever that she's trying to defend even though they've already left the block it doesn't make any sense but whatever a photo is taken she has it she um gives it to Luke and then deletes it, she thinks, or she claims. Luke and Jesse, or uh, Luke and Josh do not delete it. They use it, in fact, and they even probably win Master Bedroom Week because of that. Um, Not just because of that, but it it definitely contributes to their win. And um, Tanya and Vito never disclosed that they had it. Maybe they didn't delete it, who knows, but they, I guess, didn't really have much of an advantage off of it because their room's all... Um, didn't come close to winning. I really have a hard time processing how Tanya and Vito dealt with it. Like yeah. the, the, the flagrant lying repeatedly. Yep. I mean, I would say that the biggest mystery of this week is Vito's behavior. Yes. I, at first, at I, first, I'm, I'm yeah. struggling yeah. to understand why he, I mean, on so many levels, firstly, his, his complete, is bold-faced lying. <laughs> at first we were thinking, oh gosh, Tanya did this all behind his back. He seemed so... Uh, confused, but maybe he just looks confused all the time right. because he he knew all along. He knew all along. He lied over and over and over, and yeah. then he like shockingly behaves as though he 
had been yeah. wronged. Yeah, he's that he mad. was the victim. It was really, really he's confusing. He's walking off. He's not going around to apologize because he doesn't understand what yeah, he needs to apologize for. He's angry for. at the producers for yeah. how they're gonna pro- how they're gonna spin it. I, it's yeah. just it's really confusing. That I mean, and that's a, a kind of representative of how all four quote unquote cheaters have dealt with this, where, whereby they feel victimized. They're behaving as the victims. It, Tanya did go around and apologize. Okay, mostly, yeah. but but quickly reversed and called them all pigs like yeah, the next day it was very strange the apology tour was probably the best thing she could have done um and the, there was a moment where mark especially mark kind of brought gave her a come to jesus moment like this is like you're apologizing good on you you did something wrong and i'm explaining to you what you did wrong and we're gonna have to hear from the boys as well and it kind of it almost it almost turned her and she was she was crying it seemed really genuine when she was talking to ronnie mm. and then it it changed again she went she went back to being loyal to luke and josh yeah and i just want to read a little bit from an interview that i found (laughs) online well just quickly before we move on i just want to say what the heck was Vito not doing he 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 has to babysit the traders or something he could have been going around apologizing to ronnie ronnie was totally right i mean again i don't want to be cruel and and leverage ad hominem attacks but he seems he comes off as spineless the way that this has been the way that the, the way that he's been edited, sure, he comes yeah. off as completely spineless, abandons his wife, lies, repeatedly lies, fails to grasp the magnitude of what has occurred or, or, or his responsibility in it, and then is is angered by the treatment that he's received. Like is, it, it's it's so confusing. It's confusing. I can't he's even in principle figure out. Me. In principle, I can figure out what Luke and Josh are why they're mad. I don't agree with them, but I can figure out why. I can put myself in their shoes a little bit. I can't even wrap my head around what Vito is doing or why he's acting in any way. And when, they, when Tanya and Vito are speaking in these interviews, I, it's complete word salad. It I don't is, know. Yeah. Like, they're not... They're... It's just... But it's because they're Littered with malapropisms. They're using words that are, don't make any sense. <laughs> I think they're just in complete panic mode because yeah. their, their ability to communicate... It's crumbling. Was completely it's crumbling around non-existent this week. Like I couldn't figure out what exactly they were saying. Yeah. Tanya's saying I didn't call them pigs. Uh, what? Yeah, but she just did. It, it's so confusing. It's it, really confusing. The, the the story she's got, which is an obvious lie to anyone watching, and it's not. I mean, yes, we we are getting what the editors show us, but more than that, we're getting what she told us. If we just limit ourselves to a clip that she recorded, it's her own story. She's changing her story her multiple times, right? It's like, it's the ex-tradie, it's the ex-builder, it's yeah. going and to her block phone, read... it's going to her personal phone. It, it's, it, there's obviously more to it. I just want to read a little bit from getting... this article yeah. that I found this week, which is that um, she, she's, she admits now, as of this week, that she did see the schedule with her own two eyeballs. She says, obviously the photo did end up in my possession, but the schedule was actually in a really obvious spot. Most of us came by it because it was right by the toilet. It was right there on a massive board. It was right there in front of us. So I felt very singled out, like I was the only one who saw it. But plenty of others used the toilet that day. It felt almost like it could have been set up. Right. I know the story coming is that someone found the schedule in Scotty Camp's office. And yes, it was there. But making it sound like I'm a commando rolling on the floor, sneaking into his office is definitely a reality TV part of it. So here we're getting another version of the story yeah. whereby she did see the photo. She's almost... And she's lied, yeah. completely bald-faced lying this week then, saying yes, that she the didn't see stories. the schedule. And, yeah. and, and Mark, who I think at least comes off as having the most integrity of anybody on the show, Mark, because he yeah. actually says how he feels. He Let's doesn't pretend... Quick, yeah. quick sidebar, Mark appreciation Mark moment. Mark appreciation. Mark is like everybody's dad. He is such a... He's a man of moral clarity. At least that's how he comes off. I want to be like Mark. He's a huge role model for me. Yeah. 
just he, I mean he was already because I we we talked about even on his season how much we loved him. Yeah. But through this, what a guy. Because he has difficult conversations. He'll yes. look someone in the eye and say, "I'm really angry at you." And he asked the the and, right yeah, questions. He, he said, "You did not go into that room, Tanya. Yeah. You didn't go into his office." And she said, "No." And yeah. now we're hearing this yeah. week that actually she did see. Yeah. The, the, There's some the wiggle room board. on this. She she in this in this clip she comes up right up to the edge of saying that she took the photo. Uh, there's some wiggle room where she didn't sneak into the room. Maybe she took it through a window or something like that. Right. Um, but you can't take the photo. And even if other people glanced at it or something, it's not the same as having it on your phone and then passing it off. And right. you knew it was a problem because otherwise you would have just said it earlier. Right. I, what, I would also you know. like to point out something that if you have access to it, go find the clip of the tell-all interview that Tanya and Luke call. Luke stares at the ground the entire time and doesn't say a word and looks so uncomfortable and it just it's bizarre right why is he even in part of this interview i think what's going on is he actually knows the truth but tanya yeah. said let me handle this i'm gonna lie to both Vito and luke and they're yeah. both just staring at the ground in a bizarre fashion very strange like luke is just sitting there looking more uncomfortable than i've seen a person ever look he he must know that she took the photo and yeah and he now he's roped up in this extra lie or something like I, i'm not really loving the idea of defending the boys but it, they they had some integrity in the way that up to the body corp that they acted a little bit like they they, they kind of apologized at the winners or grinners dinner not very much but they copped to that they had the photo um, and they didn't want to out Tanya they gave her space to say that she did it she didn't but they gave her space to do it rather than um, outing her I think that was probably the right thing to do. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's, there's so much that we yeah, don't know and may yeah. never know. But, I mean, Ronnie and Georgia knew about the photo as well. And they alleged on their Instagram account that they yeah. they saw the photo for three seconds. And five minutes later, they took it to producers. So yeah. producers... So let's get into that. Let's get into that. So Ronnie and Georgia, later that once this came out, they posted on their Instagram. Um, to clarify, yes, we saw the photo of the production board in week one for about three seconds. And informed the producers that what had happened literally five minutes later, we weren't keen to call it out on camera, blah, blah, blah. They wanted to avoid drama. Cut to three weeks later... We're highly irritated with the master bedroom scores, um, and then that's what happened on the show. So we're when we saw that, very confusing because it sounds like they told. Well, she's saying they they told the producers yeah. week one. So why didn't the producers? And Mark and Mitch also admitted it? that they knew about the photo. They they knew about it from. Oh, before. did they? Yeah, yeah. Because Jace did too. Jace said, "Yeah, I've seen the photo." Oh, yeah, that's right. So every, basically, everybody yeah. knows about it except poor Kirsty and Jesse. Yeah, poor Kirsty and Jesse. Um, but it's about using it. It's not just about seeing it for five seconds. Sure, but you're if not Mitch and Mark it. knew about it, surely they suspect that the boys are using it, and then they're quite angry when it comes out that they were using it. But yeah. it really follows naturally that if they have the photo on yeah. Ryan's phone, they're going to be using it. I think they were angry, of course, that they were using, it, but it seemed like Mark was becoming more angry when he realized that they weren't admitting that they had done anything wrong and weren't actually apologizing for it weren't mm -hmm. owning what they had done because right. it is an advantage and it, it would be it would still be wrong if basically nothing had come of it but the boys basically won that room um yeah not just because of it but sure. they, like that really put them over the top that they they wouldn't have been ready for master bedroom week they wouldn't have right um so. yeah i think i think overall the producers there's some shady goings on here where more than trying we know to sort yeah. of craft a dramatic story which worked right because and we actually speculated last week that the judges caned ronnie and georgia yeah. precisely to make yeah. them erupt yeah. and it worked yeah. and it was a great story and a yeah. lot of good tv so we'll really the producers sure. are masterminds yeah. but the casualties are poor kirsty and jesse <laughs> are casualties in all this and i do just want to read i mean we don't want to dwell on this forever there's a lot that could be said but there's another article here where um tanya says that 
she and the boys found the saga and the reaction, quote, funny. Um, it felt like myself and the boys had committed this huge sin and we were going to be disqualified from the show. Everybody gets so angry and we kind of thought it was almost comical, to be honest. We thought, oh, this is so funny. We've got this little advantage up against the all-stars. Because really, if you want to talk about advantage, yeah. the biggest advantage is them having done it before. We're looking at it from a funny perspective now and we were then too. Yeah, so they clearly, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's consistent yeah. with them not understanding the magnitude of what's gone on. It's painting them in an even worse light because they think they have this advantage against the all-stars. Well, they didn't think to bring Kirsty and Jesse in on it. That's cruel. No, it's really cruel. Poor Kirsty and Jesse. They yeah. got the biggest house. They're the sweetest people. They are They're so kind. Just battling out there on, yeah. on the other end of the cul-de-sac. I mean, it's it's hard for me. I don't. Again, I hate leveling these ad hominem attacks because I understand how things can be taken out of context on reality TV. But it's really, really difficult to swallow the lying that we got out of Tanya yeah. and Vito, the strange behavior, the inability to communicate, the utter inability to communicate. Um, and then even if we look at them just as contestants now, Vito at the beginning was like, I can't do anything without a plan. I can't do anything without a plan. Well, you couldn't do anything yeah. and you had the and plan. And you had the plan. So it's and just not looking good for them. He's like a window guy. He can't put in the windows. I mean, that, that's part of the editing, but it doesn't look good on them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is, the, I, I keep, this whole week I've sort of been struggling with, would I do this? Like, is it is it possible yeah. they're just totally normal, genuine people caught up in something unfortunate? Like, is it possible that I would get caught up in this? And I just hope and pray that I would not behave well, this way, that I no. wouldn't be this dishonest, this self-serving, this um, ruthless, well, with the, inconsiderate. Like, it's just... The charitable but, way to interpret it, I think, is that they didn't know the magnitude of what knowing the schedule right. was like and right. so you can see i can i can put myself in that position where i'm given the schedule or i find it or whatever like oh yeah i, I get that rationale they have a huge advantage now we had a little bit of an advantage forget that we ignored the other newbies but once it's made clear how bad it is then you have to cop to it and you can say gosh yeah i got the photo i didn't know how bad it was i didn't think about the ramifications for all the other trades staying ahead of the mm -hmm. st staying ahead of our trades all the cost of the show i didn't think about that and now I realize it and I'm really sorry because they, they, they would have got a slap on the wrist. They did anyway, get a yeah. slap on the wrist. And they would have been morally brought back into the fold. Right. And, but instead, just the, the ultra... Right. Ind story, righteous the, indignance. Indignation. Uh, indignation, sorry. It's, a, it's, it's not very nice to see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just as a last comment, there were a couple articles I found where Julian Cress, I think his name yeah. is, the producer, and Scotty both said that they know the person who took the photo, which makes sense. Of course, they have yes. security footage, right? Yeah, you we were think, thinking or... about that because we were thinking like last season, remember, like Harry was sneaking in during the yeah, COVID lock, yeah, yeah. lockdowns, and they've had, they had security cams. They've got that secret tea room cam right. and catching things. So we, we think they yeah. know, they haven't revealed it, maybe because it, um, because it comes up in a, a later episode is what I'm assuming. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's take a break and um, then we'll come back and reveal our comments on this week's judging. All right, so we're talking about the judging now. Last episode, Meg, you said that you had never been as angry about the judging. And now I've never been as angry. The judging is they've lost the plot it's entirely at this point the judging is totally meaningless we've been saying this for a little while now but it at this point has become totally clear yeah. first of all 
The numbers zero to six don't exist. Yep, the bottom score judges. is a seven. That you cannot get lower than a seven. Shane is sitting there in the boys' room. She said it is she, quote, she crap. Says, it's crap. Is crap. She gives them a seven. Ronnie and Georgia in the best master bedroom that, like, one of the best master bedrooms ever conceived Do on the block. Do not get a ten. They get a seven and a half. Right. From Shana. Right. What? There's a half point difference between the plastic Iron Man and the greatest master bedroom or one of in right. block history. Yeah. This is it it the, the scores are meaningless at this point. Yeah. It it's seems not like even entertaining to watch the judging. The, the anymore, judging, yeah, honest. because we have no faith that they're actually going to choose the correct winner or like the best room or right. even what yeah. they think is the best room anymore. It no, seems they're, they're manipulating the drama now it, at it this point. It does seem like it. It's yeah. a good story to have Kirsty and Jesse come out from the pack. Uh, yeah, they're, it, they're it sweet. Seems... They're kind of the favorites this week. It's a better story because even so I'll Sorry, give a little context on why I I feel this way, and well, maybe you do too. We've been watching a number of seasons of the block, and there were previous seasons where it seemed like the lower teams just never had a hope of winning because their rooms were actually worse. I'm thinking of on Ronnie and George's first season, Hannah and Clint. They won, I think, one room, yeah. but they weren't they weren't really close to the other good teams. Yeah. Uh, there was we watched the previous All Stars. You remember that one where Mark and Duncan. We're making their extremely bizarre fun house. They had some very interesting design choices that <laughs> well, I just wouldn't fly on later seasons of the block. Or they, you know, the judges seemed to get the judges felt like they were uh, like they were in no danger of winning those those two most weeks. But that, now you're kind of bringing up an opposite point, which yeah. is that the, the judging also meant the the scores kind of meant nothing then as well because they were quite kind to yeah. the boys yeah that, they, they were kinder than they should have been you're right that we, they so were kinder it's than up they and down been. that season it was and weird but then the future seasons they had just a higher standard but still i think that the best team was usually winning like jimmy and tam last year jimmy won. And, tam, and then that's what i would that's what we, we were chatting about the other day i wouldn't be surprised jimmy and tam won a lot and they were really good and i just wouldn't be surprised if the producers took the judges aside and said look if it's within striking distance spread out the wins a little bit if they're close you right. know, like it, Kirstie and Jesse's room makes her a better story. Is is like wins. pretty decent. It's with it's close enough that it's not a total scandal if they win. Let's just get them a win because they haven't had one and blah blah blah. Right. So yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is a bit confusing though for that to be the first perfect ten. Yeah, and from, and along with that, the the negative two points for this cheating scandal is just obviously a slap on the wrist. They wouldn't. It would didn't affect them at all. Wouldn't have won anyway. Yeah, but I, Scott, I guess Scotty had revealed in, an, in a different interview mm -hmm. that they couldn't make the pen punishment too harsh because they didn't want to completely take those teams out of the running for the rest of the series because then it would yeah. be meaningless to have them on the series. So they have to still be in the race. <sighs> So, because they're, remember, their primary objective is good TV. They have to be in the race. The primary objective is selling the house, too. Right, exactly. So I guess yeah. you don't want to hamper these people too much. But yeah, it do exactly. doesn't seem like the best they team is always winning, and that's a frustrating thing to watch. Yeah, so the, the judging, I would say I used to really look forward to Sunday episodes, and yeah. now they are way less enjoyable. They're a bit stressful, to they're, be honest. Yeah, I just, well, they're meaningless to me. There's no, like, I don't, I'm not getting any information from the judges on what trends are actually good and what are bad and what makes a good room and what doesn't make a good room because they're yeah. all just scoring it's within three points of each other. Yes, and, so. and there's never any consistency because they'll yeah. they'll cane one team for something and don't judge them on the next one. Just like, you know what, last episode I said the boys should have won. I agreed that their their room was the best. But then in the walk-arounds, the, the room is terribly painted there's missing pieces that that ronnie notices you know yeah. when they're walking around and so i was wrong that's not not being shown to me by the editors right but the judges aren't well, noticing they're not, and that. they're not taking the defect report into account. no they don't seem to all. care about the defect report so it's all very frustrating anyway so that's our thoughts on the judging let's um let's now go to our final segment where we'll give you our views on the rooms and our ranking
Okay, so let's uh, let's go through the rooms and give our um, very unqualified opinions <laughs> on, on the rooms based on what we saw. We the haven't limited... even been in them, but we based on what been we've in seen them. on we the show. We are not interior designers, and we yeah. recognize we could never succeed at the block. Because yeah, well, the block is, is really, really difficult, and it takes oh, yeah. a high level of performance to succeed. So, yeah. But from, you know, with those caveats, anyway, here's what we think. Ronnie and Georgia, clearly the best. That's no your... bias here. So you're, you're giving ceiling. your... This is your ranking. Well, yes. Okay. So my first... Well, my first degree is in astrophysics, so I have yeah. to give it to Ronnie and Georgia. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love, uh, yeah. And by the way, that's astrophysics, not astrology. That's Dan, right. come on, Dan. this is insulting. Dano. This is <laughs> difference between a science and uh, a farce. Okay, so Ronnie and George is really beautiful. It actually looks residential. It looks like it would be part of my home. I recognize that you need to have soundproofing, Wouldn't though. Be part I'm, of our I'm home. really surprised. Well, no, it would be part afford. of our home, of course. But um, I'm really surprised that they neglected the soundproofing. That seems like an obvious thing. So that, I'm wondering if that's something they were going to put in later. It's only half or... the basement. Yeah, Maybe they didn't it, put yeah. in the door yet or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, What's your number two? My number two room is... It's it's really hard to say. I think, I think I'm going to have to go with Tanya and Vito. Yep. Yeah, is my number two room. Because again, mm-hmm. same, I'm just repeating what the judges said, but it looks residential. Like it doesn't look like a weird theater yep. setup like yep. the boys and even Christy and Jesse have have undertones of. So yeah. Yeah, it's a good looking room, to be honest. It's a good looking room. Um, then I'm going to go with the, the boys spa. The good boys. Yeah, the good boys. <laughs> Mission Mark <laughs> spa. Really love it. I would love a steam shower. Obviously, I guess. Like, it's a pretty impressive feat that they got a steam shower done oh, the, in a week. Like, room, this is ridiculously impressive. The room deserved a win, maybe, or it was it was right in the running, but I don't know what its function is because it is just a bathroom. Like, it's got better steam, I guess, than a normal bathroom, but yeah. it's got a toilet and it's got showers, so I, I don't know. I'm not totally clear on what a home spa is there that they've created. Steam shower. It's steam the steam shower. and the aromatherapy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so third, so sorry. Fourth for me would be Kirsty and Jesse. I really love the coffered ceiling, and I like the sort of classic movie stuff. But it, I, I hate those seats. I don't agree with Darren that in this case I love it. I don't. Yeah. St- I still don't love it. It looks really and looking cheesy. At, looking at the picture, they've got this blanket draped over one of the seats, which is exactly what the the other boys got absolutely caned for. for the yeah. yeah. Shane is like, oh, this is the worst. This is the worst. Uh, blanket styling I've ever seen and they're, they're winning they're getting a 10 out of 10 from Neil so uh, who knows anymore yeah and for me clearly boys are last I mean this Iron Man thing was $3,000 terrible not inspired shocking choice yeah it looked like a worse Planet Hollywood to me and Planet Hollywood is not even that nice of a place um, my rankings are basically the exact same as yours so that's good we agree um, and I just wanted to say one more thing in the Ronnie and Georgia room the editors put on that clip of Jason just hammering uh, Ronnie about the oh the pool gosh. and getting paid for the pool. This made my blood boil yeah. all over again had in a 2017. Yes. Reaction to seeing his face, oh a face gosh. that I had tried so hard to forget. 2017, watching that that moment, that whole pool saga was basically the genesis of why we're such huge Ronnie and Georgia fans. Yeah, uh, I think they were wronged, and it made me so mad all over again. Hard to see. Tough to watch. Tough to watch. <laughs> Well, I think we're basically done this week's episode. One last thing we wanted to throw out there mm-hmm. into the universe is a challenge for our our faithful listeners. Yeah. Um, we've been talking for years about what our ideal uh, faves block would look right. like, what our all-star teams would be, what are the what five, five all-star teams yeah. you would want on the block of your dreams, and oh. you know, really think outside the box here. Yeah. And we will reveal our favorites. People have been asking. People have been waiting to hear what are our <laughs> We're gonna ultimate drop them. all-stars. They're coming next episode. We're dropping episode. them next episode. So, so please tweet at us 
and let us know. If anyone gets the exact same as us, we will, I don't know. We will mail you a prize we'll ma- yeah, from sure, North America. We'll okay? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let us know. Tweet at us. Let us know your, your rankings. And we will we'll be back next week. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Well, that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for listening. If there's anyone out there who is indeed listening to this, please follow us on Twitter. We are at TalkinBlock, T-A-L-K-I-N-B-L-O-C-K. I'm Megan Engel. And I'm Mitch Liddell. And we've been Talkin' Block. Let's get stuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs>